What's up, you bastards? We're back on It's Tough, the Magnum True Trap podcast. Today on It's Tough, we have one of the smartest people that I've ever met in my entire fucking life, Colton. Colton, it's good to have you here. It's good to be here. So, uh, Colton, you want to tell me where you're from to start out? Yeah, sure. So, um, I was born in Ohio, but I moved to Florida when I was about four, so been here most of my life. So, so where do you go to school now? I go to school at uh, Duke in North Carolina right now. I'm a freshman. Duke, that's some pretty intellectual shit. How do you like it there? I really like it. I've had a great time. Yeah? Yeah. So, uh, how's high school for you? Or you want to tell first, let's just talk about, you want to say how we met and shit like that? Yeah, sure. Um, so, I met Magnum when I came to um, St. Stephen's, our high school, in uh, eighth grade. Yeah. And... Um, we really started to become friends in ninth grade because we had like all of our classes together. He's the only reason I passed ninth grade. I didn't cheat off him. He helped me though. He he taught me. He he was a substitute for all the other teachers that weren't necessarily shitty, but I didn't necessarily listen to them. But I listened to Colton because I knew he was smarter than all those motherfuckers. Appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Uh, then after ninth grade, uh, we had a, a lot of study halls together. We would chill play games on our iPads. Yeah. <laughs> Good times. Yeah, great times. Yeah. But, I mean, I think we learned a lot then, you yeah. know, like from each other and just, I mean, from you, I know I did, like fucking Latin. Like, he's a Latin savant. He What else are you, a math savant? <laughs> All right, not going to hype it up, savant. Yeah. Freaky genius? No, no. I'll say I'm good at math. He's good at math. Wait, what are you majoring at Duke? Math. Yeah, but like, let, let me hear I'm that. doing okay, so I'm majoring in math and then um I'm thinking about doing pre-med as well. So right now, like first semester I took some um pre-med courses and then I also took um my first math course for my major. So really I'm just trying to um cover all my bases because I'm not sure if I'm gonna do pre-med yet. So it's more like Make sure if I have a math major, I can always go into econ. There's always backup routes. So that's yeah. kind of my thinking. So what, what did you want to do in the medicine field? Uh, if I wanted to go into medicine, I, I'd probably want to go into surgery. That's always been something that really Like an orthopedic me. surgeon, right? Yeah. You told me that shit in like eighth grade. Yeah. No, <laughs> I've, I've wanted to do that for a while. Yeah. So. Well, what made you want to do that for so long? Um, I guess when I was younger i mean my mom like has always been involved in the medical field she wasn't a doctor or anything but like she knew a lot of doctors so because of that when i was younger i met a lot of them and i think like i just happened to meet a cool orthopedic surgeon <laughs> and i was like that guy's kind of sick uh, so that's a pretty good I'd reason be him. so ever since then it's just been that thing where like yeah being an orthopedic surgeon would be really cool damn so do you like like science and that shit too or biology or yeah i mean like Biology isn't my favorite just because it's it's a lot of just memorization. Yeah. But I like like chemistry, physics. I like most sciences. And biology's like all right. It's just yeah. the way that you learn it where it's just memorizing a bunch of things isn't my favorite. Yeah, you like more of like a process to learn. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean that's where math comes in. Math is yeah. all a process. Yep. So that's interesting. So do you do you like school? I mean, you're pretty smart. Have you ever like really struggled in school? Um I mean, I've never, like, particularly struggled in school. I've There's been times I liked it more than others. Like, particularly in elementary school, I was not the type of kid to enjoy school. I really, really didn't like it. And then in middle school, um, 
It was all right. I didn't go to the best middle school for sixth and seventh grade, mm-hmm. uh, but I had some good friends there. And then when I came to St. Stephen's, like overall, I made good friends, enjoyed my time there. So I thought it was a pretty enjoyable experience. I didn't obviously love all parts of yeah, being forced school, to do shit. But um, yeah, I'm I'm glad I did it. Obviously, yeah. So, do you have any like thoughts on school? Do you have any critiques of like school? Do you have anything I mean, like that? Like, I mean, I mean, you know yeah. who you're talking to. You're talking to <laughs> the primary dropout right here. So, do you mean like? I guess starting with just like elementary, middle, high school, like before college, the learning system is kind of like just screwed up in a lot of ways. Like it's fucked. You're yeah, it's fucked. <laughs> so you're taught to uh, for like a test. Like it's always a little standardized yeah. test that you have to take. Like in Florida, it's the, the FCAT. Yeah. All that shit. And like, it just makes all the lessons that you learned, like geared towards, here's how you recognize a problem. Here's how you yeah. solve that problem. There's no really abstract thinking. Yeah. Critical thinking. Yeah. Involved. It's completely kind of blown off. So you just don't learn that. So I think that that's pr- part of the primary thing that's wrong with school. Um, and then when you get into college, I mean, I've really enjoyed it. I think part of the issue people have with it though, is they just, particularly if you don't want to be doing something that requires education. Like for me, if I want to be a doctor, yeah, you have to, I, I have mean, to go to school. You're so a perfect example of who I have should that, fucking go yeah, to school. I have that motivation. Yeah. But for people like who want to start their own company or something, it's easy when you get to college to be like, I'm taking all these classes of things that I could learn in on YouTube yeah. to make this company. And like when you're making your own company, you don't really need that degree behind your name to get hired, to get accepted into anything. Yeah. So I guess it's just hard for a lot of people to be motivated in college. What do you think about St. Stephen's? Because, I mean, that's an expensive prep school. Do you yeah. think that that was good, bad, ugly? Like I mean... St. Stephen's definitely has its flaws. It's, it's, um, yeah, let's, we, we both know that St. Stephen's definitely just has its shortcomings, but overall I think St. Stephen's is much better than like most schools. Do you think it's worth the price tag? Um, I mean, I just, I think that's another issue. I, I think that it's worth the extra money in that year getting such a better education. But the fact that you're having to pay to get an education, that's just like decent, just like adequate. Like yeah. St. Stephen's was not, yeah, Hey, no. listen, I went there for six years. You went there for five years. I did not get given the keys to the fucking universe. <laughs> Nothing was solved for me. No. I didn't understand it. And you know, have all my, I had more problems when I got out of there than when I went in there. Yeah. It, yeah, it's just, it's kind of messed up how you're paying an absurd amount yeah. of money. And then you are just getting what feels like while you're there, a normal education. Yeah. Like, sure, I was prepared. I learned some good stuff, but like... I mean, it just shows how fucked the public school system is. Yeah, it really is. I mean, those, I mean, that's, I mean, you see yeah. kids that like learn from there and, you know, the kids may not be dumb. But the information, like yeah. shit you know about America, like I just know it because I, I was taught it. Yeah. And some of these people are like, who the fuck's George Washington? Did he free the slaves? Like, no, like, no, like you're canceled. <laughs> like, you don't deserve a right to even speak if you think that. Like, come yeah. on, man. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, school, you know my thoughts on school. I think it's a yeah. little fucked. But you're a primary example of who I think should go to school. If you're... Mm. If you're dumb, I think it's good to learn a little, but you're smart, but you, that's the track you want to go on. You know, you actually see that's where you can grow from. 
mm-hmm. you know, if you just weren't to go to school and be like me, like fuck, like <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know if that'd be the, necessarily the best use of Colton's uh, intellect or talent or whatever the fuck it is. You uh, in your senior speech, you talked about how you weren't necessarily. Tell me if I'm wrong. You weren't no. necessarily the smartest or most genius or talented. But you just worked hard, right? Or was that? It was. I more, mean, you're smart as shit. We all know. It was that, more but. of actually, kind of, the opposite in that, like I I talked about not working hard. Yeah. And like, that's another thing. Like, you could get by with putting in very minimal effort and not doing things. So like, I procrastinated a lot in high school. Yeah. Because for a lot of classes, you're able to just like do it all. In class. Lunch, in, <laughs> At lunch, before class, like you saw me many mornings doing a homework assignment. You did the same. Same shit. At lunchtime, math homework. Math done, it yeah. Was, so it was more just like I found that you can put into this minimal effort where you're not really getting as much out of it as you could, but like you're getting the grades you need. You're getting And it. it's like that's kind of a a not great way to do it, but... It's it's hard to motivate yourself to do more if you don't have to. So from school, did you feel like so you're saying like basically I just had to get the grade. I didn't really have to learn the shit, right? Yeah. So did you feel like so you go to Duke, I mean that's a tough school. Did you learn anything from St. Stephen's that transferred over? Like, oh I know so much more than these Duke fuckers. <laughs> or was it or uh, just you know? I'm gonna say no for the most really? part. Like a lot of people that I've met at Duke, like you, they know how to write an essay. Like St. Stephen's always yeah. talks about, like you, you learn how to write an essay, and you do. Yeah. The thing is, a lot of other people do too. But that's a, also because a lot of people at Duke went to either top public yeah. schools or they went to private schools. Yeah. So it hasn't really given me an advantage, but it has put me in a position to at least be on par. So, but do you think? Because I mean. You didn't really learn as much as you could or as much as St. Stephen's wanted you to learn, hypothetically, right? Yeah, sure. So what you were taught there didn't really have as much translatable value, I guess it do, yeah. is what I'm saying. I mean, yeah, I think... You you have to learn more in college. Like, you're in yeah. college. You just have to learn this shit. Like, yeah, the fundamentals. Yeah. You need to, like, writing an essay, shit like that's valuable for but did you feel like just all the knowledge that they gave you just translate over perfectly? No, right? No. That's like, what I'm trying to understand. A good example is like my chemistry class. I took, um, it was like, it's a chemistry class that you had to get a certain score on the AP exam to yeah. go into. So they expected a background knowledge. So it's a little yeah. accelerated. Yeah. But still, like you go in there and you realize how much just isn't covered in like AP chemistry. Yeah. Like, you're like, okay, this is all going to be a review. And then they say the topic, like thermodynamics. You're like, oh, I did I thermo. That, yeah. And then you get into it, and it's like, Holy they didn't teach me yeah. a good chunk of this in high school. And yeah. then you just realize that there's a lot of those just gaps of knowledge. Like, the calculus classes at, uh, at Duke, like, I have friends that are taking them. I didn't take calculus because I had credit for it. But they learn things in very, very different ways yeah. that can actually lend itself to more conceptual understanding. So I definitely don't think it translates directly over. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I know some kids, like, you go to uh, other school. It's like you're still learning about shit that we learned in seventh grade, like bundle she cells. You know, they just go into greater detail. But yeah. how much more do you, are you really learning from, you know? 
like that's the problem I have with school a little bit is uh, you're going to all this extra detail, but half the shit you still aren't going to know, you know, you're, it yeah. isn't going to matter to know and you're going to forget it. That's mm-hmm. a big problem I have with it. But yeah, I think it, a good part of it is just learning to learn. Like, why do you learn calculus? It's not because most people are going to be using calculus yeah. in their day to day life. It's to teach the, the, the skills that mm-hmm. kind of come with that problem solving so I, I, that's one reason like I'm not as big of a fan as like biology. How many people are going to use biology? And really all you're getting from like that class, if you're not going to use it, is how to memorize things. Exactly, yeah. Which sure is an important skill, but I feel like there's too many classes that are like, all right, memorize these 40 terms. Yeah. And it's like you have no this doesn't really it. translate over anything. And I'm going to forget it after the test because there's no continuous yeah. use of it. So is math and stuff like that like a passion for you or I mean I I don't know if it might say like passion but I definitely enjoy math. I like the the kind of problem solving aspect of it. I enjoy looking at a math problem I don't originally know how to solve. Yeah. And like learning how to do it and like this past uh semester at Duke I took uh linear algebra and it was a proof-based course which means a lot of the answers aren't computations but they're like given this info you want to is say this that? statement true prove it given and this info is it so it's like okay i think i you want to like explain yeah. a little bit better. yeah yeah or not better no no In plainer I'm, english yeah that's so like a proof is like for them not for me i, I yeah, got it all, all those <laughs> all those concepts that you just kind of like are taught like if you say negative x times negative x is x squared. Okay, I, I got that. Yeah. Hopefully you guys can like slow it down, put it at like <laughs> 0.5 speed to understand this. So with a proof, it's like, but why? Okay. Why can you say that? So you have to plug times? in like one. No, because that's proving it for one situation. <sighs> All right, then how do I do it, Colton? Explain. Teach me linear algebra, man. So this isn't necessarily linear algebra, but it's like the same the idea, idea of a proof where okay. you have to like... There's some fundamental things that are true. Like, you know that negative 1 times x is equal to negative x. Okay. And then you know that negative 1 times negative 1 is 1. But you don't know that negative x times negative x is x squared. So you have to decompose it into those parts. Okay. And then be like, because I know both of these things, the problem can be rewritten as negative 1 times negative 1 times x times x. Okay. Which is then 1 times x squared. And then you get x squared. Now you see how he got us both through ninth grade. He's pretty fucking smart. So uh, can you explain to me what the purpose of knowing that is? Um, again, it's more <laughs> like practically. It's more just like, like, what do you mean like practically? Like, all right, so you're learning linear algebra, you're getting um, a math degree and maybe the pre-med route. So how is that going to translate to your okay. future? So the math degree is definitely not going to have direct carryover to pre-med if I go that route. But like, say, say you didn't go the pre-med route. Yeah. Say you go the other route. Like okay. how, where is that going to be used? Like to me, I just... Okay. Like j- so just give an example. You linear know? algebra, like for example, one of the things that's used in a ton is um, like graphics. Like this video camera that we're looking at right now. Yes, I see it. It's, it's probably compressing the image, right? I hope so. Yeah. So the, to compress that image, 
it has to represent each of these like groups of pixels as a single pixel. Okay. And average that data out somehow. Okay. Linear algebra, one of the things is it does is it teaches you how to like kind of compress data. Okay. In a way that then can be recovered later. So it's taking these pixels and putting in like let's say some matrix of numbers. Mhm. That represents each of those average colors. So, so could you look at it? This is just me trying to yeah. understand it. So like with, so do you look at each, say the individual pixel on the smallest level, is the negative one and the negative or the x? Is the am I kind of like in yeah, each I mean, one, and then yeah. it would be broken down or built up actually to be x squared, just represented as yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Is that kind of that's the essentially idea? the same idea? You're able to take that data that's compressed that's, and then restore it back. And okay. that's why that's one reason videos have gotten better so and more better. efficient is we've gotten better at finding ways to compress them and do all that. So all stuff. the broken down. So you start yeah. say with x squared, you break it down, but the broken down part is the individual say pixel, right? Mm -hmm. And then you would build it up to x squared to have it uh, be compressed, and then you would yeah. re-expand it. Yeah. Shit. See, I mean, that's a fucking practical application that I could never understand or do, but I mean, sure you could. not with the fucking camera, not that <laughs> complicated, but now it actually like brings it because school never taught me, you know, I was in pre not shitting on pre-calc. I love my pre-calc teacher, Mr. Borton, uh, but fuck, like I was never told that this is the reason that you could use proofs and shit like that. Like I didn't really understand it. If I did understand it, would it change my life at all? Probably not. But still, it's kind of cool, I think, to understand. Yeah. You know, see, like, all right, what uh, what else would you want to do? You said econ, all those routes. Is it kind yeah. of just a fluid, like, getting this math degree so that you have kind of an open... Yeah, I have math lets you do a lot of things. Like, when you first hear about it, you're like, you're kind of limited when you, you think about a math degree. But then, like, a lot of econ places realize that they can teach you the econ concepts... And then, but and you already know how to do the math, and that's mm -hmm. easier than getting an econ person that doesn't know all the math. Thing. Yeah. So it's it's kind of marketable in that sense. And then, since for pre med, your major doesn't actually matter as long as you satisfy the requirements. Okay. I figured it was good that even if I go pre med, I'll have taken classes that I genuinely think are interesting. Yeah. So. And you're not like a jackass at it, so like it's not gonna be you know. It's going to be tough, but it's yeah. going to be, you're going to be fucking hyped. You're going to be like, shit, like, even though this class isn't necessarily what I want to do in the future, at least I'm going to enjoy it, you know? Yeah. That's cool. So, segueing a little, how do you mm. like college life? Has that been a change for you? Has it been something to get used to? Um, I mean, it's definitely something to get used to. You're like, I'm, and I moved hundreds of miles away for college, yeah, too. Yeah. So, I know a lot of people stay closer to home. Yeah. But I I kind of wanted to go out and get that independence. Yeah. So in that sense it's been a big change. Like I'm in a dorm with a roommate. Um How do you like that? I actually really enjoy it. Like my roommate and I are chill. Shout yeah. out Ethan. <laughs> and um so that's definitely a change. And then you're just like accountable for yourself and yeah. all of it. Like for class, like I had no classes take attendance. I know that some classes do, but yeah. for this semester, none of mine took attendance. So on any day, I could be like, I don't want to go to class today, which it's hard sometimes to get used to it. And I found that the best way to make sure I didn't end up skipping was just to like never skip. Yeah. Make that pattern, make it mandatory. Yeah. So I, I tried to make sure that 
if I agreed to do something or if I had a class, like I have to go there, pretend they're taking attendance. So that independence was, is really, really cool. You can do what you want, but also it comes with a little bit of stress. But I mean, you've always been a pretty disciplined person because even when, I I mean, we went to school, uh, you say you put in minimal effort, but you still would show up. I mean, I showed up at seven every day, an hour early, because I wouldn't do fucking jack shit at home. You would show up at seven twenty, seven thirty every day yeah. to get that because you knew, like, I'm not gonna do shit at home, but I'm gonna get, I'm gonna be able to get this homework done right now. You know? Yeah. So I mean, you already had like a base. I could imagine for some of these fuckers that <laughs> roll out of bed, get blasted, then go to school. They're really, uh, you know, disciplined at school and going to all their classes. Yeah. And then, I don't know, college also has a very different social yeah. aspect. Like, I I didn't go, like, you know, I didn't go to parties much or yeah, not much. Yeah, anything like that. And then a lot of the college social scene is, like, you go out, you make friends that way. And, like, yeah. I'm considering, like, even, like, rushing, like, really? a frat or something. Yeah, so it's I mean. just, it's kind of different. Like, you meet people that are... You go in with some preconceived notion, and then you meet people, and you're like, "Wow, like, it's actually fuck, yeah, uh, kind of cool." cool. So, it's definitely been a big just change in pretty much all aspects of yeah. my life. Yeah, but you enjoy it. Yeah, right? I really it's enjoy been, it. Uh, yeah. Beneficial for you? I think it has. Well, that's good. Um, <laughs> uh, do you see any benefits or drawbacks from now having like a bustling social life? Benefits or drawbacks? I mean, benefits, like, it's always good to have people to hang out with. Yeah. Like, when you're by yourself in your dorm room, it's not. Yeah, I know. It's not it's a fun not time. Fun. Because you're like, I want to be doing something. Yeah. So that lets you do that. And then, like, for instance, it was finals week the past, like, week and a half. Uh-huh. And I had a group I was able to chill study with, study yeah. with. And that makes everything so much easier. Yeah, especially at a good school like Duke, it's probably not as many like partiers trying to bring each other down. It's like yeah. friends trying to help yeah. each other out and learn more. You yeah, know? for sure. All my yeah, it's a it's a very supportive environment. Yeah, they value sense. the academics beyond yeah. fucking getting then, the blackout. Yeah. I guess and then there is like obviously the downside. Like there's people who get blackout yeah. and like EMS'd yeah. and all that <laughs> stuff, which definitely hurts your uh, academic performance yeah no shit fuck so i mean but it's kind of hard to to do that to yourself if you're like if you're careful with it yeah odds are you're not if you're smart disciplined uh intelligent and driven you know you'll probably be okay so let's get into the biggest question of all are you a libtard yet (laughs) um no 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 what happened Come on, you went to school. They haven't converted you? No, not not fully. I'm I'm definitely as I've talked to you about like my my views on different political issues kind of just flip-flop from one side like Republican Democrat to yeah. the next. Like if I take like you know those uh political compass tests where like they like show you where you are on like yeah, a I've spectrum. Heard of them. I've yeah, I've taken one. Um I always tend towards like moderate there. Yeah. I think it's because so many of my kind of ideas conflict each other. Like I'm like, of course I care about the environment, like climate change, primary issue. You heard it here. He's a smart motherfucker. If you don't believe in climate change, you're a fucking dumbass. True. (laughs) Put it there. Sorry. No, I I, I agree. 
And then, but then on other issues, when it gets into like some tax stuff, yeah. I tend towards more like kind of conservative beliefs. Yeah. So I have a lot of those that go against each other. So because of that, it's like it's hard for me to like find pick side. any side or like candidate that really stands out. But sh- isn't that okay? Like, shouldn't you just be able to like somehow influence the government on what you believe is right and not have to find just some specific candidate? I mean, I, mean, I know yeah, we, I know we have a representative democracy, but fuck, yeah, like, wouldn't that be a more intellectual way to do it than just you mean to like vote on each issue? Yeah, kind of or something like that because you know that right now it's fucked. Like, I don't. I think what happened is at the beginning it kind of that was the attempt we made but the power and the lobbies and all that shit it's easier to give money to one side and the other side versus every single fucking issue you know yeah so i think that just like totally fucked the system i really don't think that there's any way to i mean i hope there is i hope that people smarten up i really am trying to be a positive person but fuck like today it doesn't seem like is it all right yeah that's good uh it doesn't seem like there's any uh way for people just to understand issues that they actually like agree on and disagree on versus just being part of a tribe and just picking a side. Yeah. That's, that's definitely like the hardest thing. Like, I don't know if you've like watched the debates and everything. I've watched a few. Yeah. It's just like, they'll say something and you're like, yeah, sure. And then they'll say the next thing. It's like, don't know about that one. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Come on. So it is, it's, it's kind of a like, who who do I think best represents my views? And it it is a shame that yeah. you have to pick like a candidate that unless you're very extreme and happen to agree yeah. on everything, you're gonna have some things that they agree with that you don't. Yeah. And it's really sad that it's in some ways like the lesser of two evils. evils, yeah, when you're deciding. Yeah. So uh are you gonna vote this coming election? Yeah, I'm gonna vote. Do you have any idea what side you're gonna Go on. I mean, are you gonna vote I'm for Trump? A, I'm not a big Trump guy. Really? What's wrong with Trumpy? It's just he's. First of all, like I just don't think that he's a good person. Like, but does that really matter? I mean, well, all right. Okay, what makes you think thing, he's a bad thing. person? He fucks porn stars. Like, hell yeah, man. Like, <laughs> I, you know, how I many fucking kids I know that would be like, "Are you kidding me? That's the greatest fucking guy on the planet." <laughs> and he pays him off and tells him, "Go fuck yourself." Like, come on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> like for instance, back to climate change. Yeah, shit like, like that's that. kind of like should be a key issue, especially yeah. for Nowadays, our generation. Yeah, like, fuck. Our future is in jeopardy. And it's like you can't on in good conscience vote for yeah. someone who's not doing anything and is actually making the problem worse. Yeah, I mean, that's the same thing with lesser of two evils. Like, for me, it's like, fuck, I really care about the climate, but god damn, these cunts on the Democratic side, I just can't handle They're too <laughs> much. And some of their libtarded ideas just, like, destroy me. So it's, you know, but you're, you're right. Like, you kind of have to... You have to put on your big boy pants and say, listen, climate change might be the most important issue to our generation. Yeah. If you vote in any way against it, you're, you're a fucking enemy. But that's the problem, see? Yeah, then, that's then where the tribalism yeah. starts. Like, I shouldn't have to be a Democrat because <laughs> I believe that science is real. Like, yeah, it's like, wild that that's a partisan issue. Like, how is it? Like, why? It, imagine if the fucking Republicans just agreed on that. Just said, yeah, climate change is real. We're going to care about it. Are you kidding me? 
I would run down Manatee butt-ass naked with a MAGA hat on and a fucking American <laughs> flag over me with a Don't Tread on Me Tea Party slogan, too. Because, I mean, fuck it. Like, then I really don't have that many issues with the Republicans. Yeah. You know, that's... But it's such a pivotal issue that is that something that would overrun, you know, override voting for um, Trump? Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah, I think that made sense. Yeah, that makes sense. I follow right. you. So, uh... Sorry, so you don't really like Trump? The Democrat side, any guys you like? I mean, there's no one candidate that I'm like, this person's sick. Like, we have... Um, you looking at Tulsi Gabbard at all? Not that much. She's got a few podcasts with Joe Rogan. Really? Hey, Joe. <laughs> we love you, Joe. Uh, I hate to be a Joe Rogan fanboy, but he definitely has turned me on to Tulsi Gabbard. She's kind of cute. She's kind of normal, you know. She seems she was a veteran. Like she has some fucking balls, and she's kind of strong, and uh, she seems to be kind of legit. I mean, I don't, I don't know if she's exactly what I want. I don't think she's gonna win. I mean, I think yeah. the powerhouse. That's that's another problem. It's like you look at the the powerhouses that are really realistically the ones in contention. Yeah, and like those aren't the people that I'm like leaning towards. Yeah. Yeah. It's just what the, what is it? The party wants or the institution of the party. Like there's some candidates like, have you watched any of like Yang's interviews? I've watched a few. Yeah. Yeah. Like very smart guy. Yeah. Like he, he clearly knows like important issues, but then like there's other things that he says that I don't agree with. Like the UBI. Yeah. Yeah. UBI, for those of you that don't know, means universal basic income. So for you poor bastards out there that are fucking losers and won't get your life on track, it might be great for you. He says, what, like a K a month or something like that? But go fuck yourself if you want to take... I mean, because that's going to come out of taxpayer dollars. It's not not just going to be like... I understand that if you cut here and do this and you restructure, maybe. Mm -hmm. But when has the government ever done anything fucking right? Since FDR getting, I mean, even some people would probably disagree that FDR did anything right. Mm -hmm. But, hey, he got us out of the Great Depression. So he was the last guy to do something right, and that was almost a fucking hundred years ago. Mm -hmm. I I don't think that Andrew Yang is just going to pull up and, what's up, bitches, and have everything fucking Yeah, he even even says, like, in an interview, like, this is reliant on, like, future people, like, future presidents after me if I were to win and, like, implement my policies. So many of them are like long term. Yeah. Like we're like the basic income. He's like, that's in place so that we don't need yeah. a basic income in a lot of ways. But like that's way in the future. And odds are our next candidate that wins is gonna be like get yeah, rid of the basic that. income. I mean, that's the other problem. Like if you flip flop so much, I mean the idea was progress on one side, progress on another side, and then it kind of balances out. But with this tribalism, it's just Yes and no. So when one yes is, the fucking next guy's like, no, fuck that. And then no. So then what do you have? You sit in the fucking stagnant. And then you end up fucking yourself because no one agrees or no one has long distance plans or long distance, long term plans. Like, how does that work? How are you supposed to do anything? It's like you. Okay. If you just planned on, you know, making it through this year and that was all you planned for. How the fuck are you going to be a success, you know, or like doing the most fun thing for this year, you know, making this year the best year. Do you think the fucking when you're a doctor, the shit's going to be good? No, like you're you're not going to be on a stable footing. Yeah. 
So, I, I don't know. I just think that shit is fucked. Yeah, it really is. What, what do you think about, like, Warren, Biden, Bernie, any of them? Um, <laughs> I mean, not uh, It's not a giggle of, uh, what's up? I said not, like, not particularly great, any of them. Like, I'm definitely not a Bernie guy. Not a Bernie guy? Why not? not? You don't like guy. Jews or something? I'm joking. I'm joking. We love the Jews. <laughs> no, but Bernie's <laughs> great. Uh, Bernie's great. Are yeah, you a Bernie guy? I just like the character, man. Cause okay, like, sure. His character. He's a fucking grinder. Like, okay, yeah. Like you see pictures of him like protesting. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. Like, like he's he's he's, he's been in the he knows, shit. Yeah, he knows. Like you know that he's genuine with what he's saying. I just yeah. a lot of what he wants to do. I don't necessarily. No, yeah, he, he's think too is crazy. a good idea. Warren. Poke a hot ass. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, I look at, like, Warren and Biden, and, like, just either of them as president would not be, like, my ideal situation. But then I'm, like, I look at Trump, and I'm, like, damn. Damn. <laughs> we're we're kind of... But that's the problem. Like, for me, I don't know if you're in the same boat, but, like, I don't, I don't think Trump's the best president we should have. Yeah. By a fucking long shot. <laughs> yeah. But then I look at Biden and Warren, I'm like, are they really going to be any better? All I know is they're going to restrict a few of my rights. So they might take care of climate change and shit like that, which is probably the most important issue for Mm -hmm. us right now. But, you know, can I make that sacrifice? Like, yeah, it's just reckon, like we said, it's lesser of two evils. And that's what, that's what's sad. So no, I don't, I don't know hundred percent who I'm going to vote for yet. But you're going to vote. I'm going to vote. Would you do like an independent, like even though it's not necessarily... A I good. think if I voted, I'd have to do someone that like I'm making That's a contention in for... Yeah. So not just like a throwaway vote? No, I... But see, like... But then that's the problem too, because there's... If if everyone did like... Was everyone, willing to give a throw... But like the current state of things, people aren't. And, but the only way that's going to change is for is people, people to do it. And I think it's that's just, the only way. I think we might issue. have to just eat it for like 8 to 12 years. Imagine if that was how long. Imagine if people actually started like supporting the middle. And then we just ate the shit of the shitty presidents we get from then. Or the presidents that we don't necessarily agree with. But eventually, you know, a middle guy comes in. Because you have to build that power. It's not just... It's not like Jake Paul and you're going to get a viral video. Like, no. Like, you have to gather support when you're going against two titans like the Republican Democratic Party. Yeah. But no one's ready to make that short-term yeah. sacrifice. I have, no, I have no clue how that future is going to play out. Like I can't I can't make a prediction right now as to if the two-party dominated Zero system idea. is going to fade out ever. Yeah. Or if it's going to fade out in the next 20 years. Yeah. It's just who knows. But realistically it's going to go on longer than 20 years. But I think it's got to change eventually. Like it has to cuz listen Rome, fa- all these places fell. And I'm not certain that America is going to be here in 100 years. Like, I'm not saying that America's weak and yada yada. Fuck with America, you're going to get fucked up, okay? We understand that yeah. idea. But at the same time, like, the system we have going on now, it's been going on for, you know, in different variations for whatever, 200 and something years. Mm-hmm. Maybe time for a little shifty shifty. You know, it may take 50 years, but there's got to be, there's going to be some change. Because think about, I mean, Democrats versus Republicans. That's why I've been going along, uh, on for, what, 100 years, if that, really? Like, there's still been other parties, like, involved, right? Yeah. 
So, I mean, I think there's going to be some change. I'm hopeful. Yeah, I think I think that's the best we can do right now. Be yeah. be optimistic about the future as long as you don't think too deeply <laughs> about all the issues. But yeah. Well, I think we've sufficiently delved into politics. Yeah. Uh, so do you have any like role models or figures in your life that kind of? I mean, you said that you met a cool orthopedic surgeon once. Uh, yeah. Other people that have like kind of inspired you. I mean, Sebastian talked about Neil deGrasse Tyson. I mean, me, it's obviously only Joe Rogan. Only. Only Joe Rogan. <laughs> I mean, um, in terms, like, of someone that's, like, just kind of inspiring to think about, like, what they do, like, Elon, Elon? you got to respect it. Yeah, I mean, fuck yeah, man. Like He's a baller. <laughs> imagine, like, he's sitting there and he's like, all right, people are telling me that, like, my company's, like, Dog just shit. done. Yeah. And then he just like pops off again and again and again. Cybertruck, he releases it, stock plummets. Then he gets hundreds of thousands of pre-orders, stock yeah. goes back. It's like the guy just doesn't quit. And he's like the head engineer. He's like the face of the company. He's a like, genius. He is. He's a genius. And like his work ethic, like he sleeps in the factory like a lot of times. Like you, you got to respect the hustle. Do you think that that's too much though? Do you think that I mean, he'd almost be better just like... Cool. I mean, it's him. It's him. So he can't like just no. cool it. But I don't know. For me, I just feel. I mean, like I, I guess he's I, such I would, a fucking crazy person. I don't think I could. Yeah, I, I would never get to that level yeah, of dedication. Sure. But like as a role model of like yeah. someone who's like unattainably to dedicated to one yeah. like single thing, it's like. I mean, fuck. You might as well look at the best, right? Yeah. He's crazy. Excuse me. This monster's coming up. <laughs> you good? I'm fucking great, man. Uh, that's cool. Any other like role models or people that you? Um, I mean, like, in terms of that's more of an academic, yeah, role model. You work out, yeah, a little bit, right? I worked out. It, it definitely took a hit during during finals. Did it? Yeah. Fuck it, man. Going to school is more important than working out. For that, that's me, what I had to tell myself. My brain's not really doing it, so I got to push some weight just to like, you well, know, make me feel better. I like. I will say, Magnum, and this isn't just like because it's your podcast, but like I started working out like in a large part because of Magnum. Aww. So Thanks, I guess Colton. if we want to look at like my my role model that like made me go to the gym and get that membership, I mean Magnum was always like ninth and eighth and ninth grade like pushing me like. It's a good thing, and he always like was really dedicated to it. So well, it's I, like, I became a meathead. So I think ipso facto of me being your role model, your real role model is Rich Piana. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. You know Rich Piana. Yeah, I, you, I, I know Rich Piana. Did you like Rich Piana? Do you have any thoughts on He's Rich such, Piana? He was just such a character. Like his videos. Like I was watching a couple like a couple months ago, and like they're just so good. He's I, just such. Such a genuine guy. No, I know. I mean, you guys got... I mean, if you're watching this on YouTube or listening to this, wherever the fuck, you, you guys can look up Rich Piano if you don't already know who he is. He died a few years back, sadly, of fucking... <laughs> I don't even know a lot. what. A lot of shit. And basically, everything shut down. But, I mean, he just was a great guy. Because he was so fucking honest. He was so honest. That was the thing. Like, he's fucking jacked. And he doesn't give all fuck. Imagine, though, if he tried to claim natural. <laughs> like, releases a video and he's like, I don't get why I get all this steroid hate 
I am a hundred percent natural vegan bodybuilder. Like imagine <laughs> with the veins <laughs> coming out of his fucking eyeballs. His fucking his head is this big. His arms are like fucking. His just, arms were this. Big. I yeah. mean, here's what is sad is because all right, I'm a bit of like an obsessive person. And I get a little overboard with certain things. So I got overboard with Rich Piano. I was fucking enamored by him. He's this fucking monster. I got enamored by him young too. Probably what ninth grade. Yeah, something like that. And I mean, he had some wild ass theories <laughs> on how to get big and how to get big or die trying. So that's why I went after. And I just looked at him like he was normal. I was like, this guy's fucking, no, like, I'm going gonna, gonna to be that size one day. And his arms, like he said, he tried synthol. He admitted to it. And yeah. you guys know synthol is it's shooting oil into your arms. And I always looked at him. And I'm like, huh, but he said the synthol like went away or it dissipated. So then <laughs> I, 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 he died. And I quit watching his videos because he didn't make any more, but I still watch him on occasion. But I went like six months. Yeah. And I watched one of his videos. I'm like, holy fucking shit. I watched this guy and I thought he looked normal. His fucking <laughs> arms are this big. They're insane. They literally they don't got, change when he flexes. No, they he got balloons on him. I mean, we stay the same. He definitely had crazy amounts of muscle, not yeah. denying that. But it's insane how I was so enamored by him and just like thought that. Everything he said was the word of God. I was like, fucking hey, that synthol shit's bullshit. That's all muscle. I didn't understand like how crazy he actually was. And yeah. I don't think you do understand until you watch him again. Like and my like, father thought he was insane. fucking nuts, but I'm like, dude, he's just fucking Jack. Look at him, bro. <laughs> and then and then I didn't even used to notice like he blew up to like 330 pounds. Fucking hey, yeah. you can tell. Like he was a monster. He was. But and then you had this little crew that he hung out with. Oh, the five percenters. Yeah, like that that uh, video. <laughs> they walk into the gym to lift the, uh, the, the, <laughs> the bank vault, and they go in there. And they're like, they all walk through the door and like they turn sideways. <laughs> like, <laughs> absolutely kills me every time. I mean, time. the amount of testosterone in that room that did not was not produced naturally is insane. <laughs> they, they all had their five percenter drugs. <laughs> all of them. That and syringes. This is probably all they yeah. had. All they needed pre workout. <laughs> fucking insane yes so do you think like so you said that you didn't really work that hard in high school you're working harder now yeah do you i mean you're disciplined so i'm kind of confused with your work ethic like i feel like you're a fucking grinder colton like even though as much as you try to tell me like oh, i didn't really do that much i mean you grind it was it that you understood like this is a place i have to be i'm not gonna go over and above and kill myself but that's, I'm gonna fucking exactly, get there. That is exactly like that. That was my senior speech. Yeah. In essence. I talked about like a minimum standard. That minimum standard is like that spot where I need to get there. And it's like, but you're I'm not gonna. Your minimum standard is higher than most people. Yeah, I, I had that. I think that's one thing. Like my minimum standard is high, but also like if I looked at a class and I'm like, all right, I can do twenty minutes of homework a night and get an A. But I can do, or I can do an hour and ten minutes a night and get an A plus. I'm not gonna add yeah. that much time to my night to yeah, get the for A plus. Point three GPA. But yeah. Whatever the fuck so I think that was just the the most important thing for me, feeling like I didn't have to do a lot mm -hmm. because I'd I'd go into a class and if it was like, okay, yeah, this is the type of class I can get an A plus with like half an hour of regular work, sure. But if it's like, like you know, hi history was not my thing. Yeah. I would I shot for a ninety three in history because that's that an was a. our A over yeah. an A minus. And like I pretty much in every history quarter 
where other than 10th grade, I would get that 93. Mm-hmm. And exactly. Because I knew how much effort I needed yeah. to put in to barely get that grade. Mathematics, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's... Uh, but now, all right, so now that your life is in your hands. Yeah. The world is your oyster, Colton. The future is for you to create. Are you going to go above and beyond? Like, do you have any, like, goals or, like, a future idea of where you kind of... Because I know you don't know if you necessarily want to go pre-med or you want to go math um, or where are you leaning? What's your goal? Like, do you understand? Like, yeah, yeah. I think... I've definitely just increased like the the minimum standard I've talked about. Like at this point, it really has become like do as well as you possibly can. Because also I still don't know the effort required for each college class. It varies so much more than it did in high school. Yeah. And like so you really just have to go all out. You just have to do the best you fucking can. And like can. obviously not all out to where it's extreme every night, but yeah. like you got to be on your game. If you don't understand something in class, like you got to understand it that night. Like, and it's, it's definitely, I've definitely just worked harder to stay on top of it and make sure I can do the best that I can do. So, so are you thinking past college at all or past? Um, yeah. Like you mean like working hard so that I, it pays off after college or I guess that, but just kind of, do you have any vision of uh, where you see yourself in the future? Yeah. Like, I mean, like I mostly see myself as going to med school. That's really, I, I don't obviously know which one med schools. It's kind of a, a crapshoot, just like college yeah. admissions with where you get into only even more so for med school. But I see myself going to med school and then I've always said like orthopedic surgeon, but a lot of people find out, like, in med school what their, like, true, yeah. like, calling is. Like, most people, if you want to do surgery, odds are you're going to lean towards surgery still. But, like, what type of surgery? You'll probably figure that out after you spend hours and hours and hours watching surgeries. Gender reassignment specialty. Mm. <laughs> oh, fuck. That might be the future, man. That might be, you might be, Could like. be the, lucrative. Yeah, the best. Like, imagine if you're the best gender reassigner. You go to Beverly Hills. You you create the most. Well, I'm not going to get too graphic because, well, YouTube would probably take me down. But the most, <laughs> ah, whatever, artistic and beautiful, <laughs> uh, whatever, phallics there are. I mean, yeah. Probably make a killing if you're the best at it. If you were, I mean, you could be if you set that minimum standard at being the best. The problem is, I don't know if that's like my calling. Yeah, I, I don't know either. I was just making a fucking. Joke. But yeah, no, I. Yeah, I, I got you. But uh, well, that's good. So you see, college and beyond that, do you know kind of where you want li- anything like that, or uh, you're just like, I, Fuck I it, think I don't give a shit. I mean, I'm pretty sure I don't want to be back in Florida. Yeah, that's all I really know. Like. Why not? If I end up in Florida, sure. I'm. I mean, the the weather for one is not my ideal weather. You it just like kind of gets too hot here yeah. for me. Um, like North Carolina weather, I think like I've enjoyed it so much more. Like, like right now it's like jeans, long sleeve, and jacket weather there right now. It's in like the 40s. Yeah, and it's just like so nice to have that like progression. Mild, like we yeah. started with shorts and t-shirt. Then you put on the jeans with a t-shirt. Then the <laughs> a t-shirt comes becomes on. like, yeah. Yeah. And you actually have that that change in seasons that kind of reminds you that time is passing. In mm-hmm. Florida, it's just like, are you going to wear shorts and a t-shirt and be chilling? Or are you going to wear shorts and a t-shirt and be hot? Like, <laughs> yeah. that's the two kind of settings here. I, I say that, though, today it's like 60. So. Yeah, I mean, today it's not that bad. Yeah. Um, what the fuck was I going to 
So like going to school, so you want, you kind of have a passion for medicine. I'm taking it or something like that. Like, yeah. That's something you enjoy. Yeah. Is money like a major issue in your life? I or mean, are you going to join the Peace Corps and go help out impoverished I, kids that are sick <laughs> and need surgery? I mean, I, I think the Peace Corps would be like kind of a cool opportunity, but I do think in my future, I see myself in a, Job where I'm making comfortable you wanna money. Like I want to live a life. yeah. I want to live a comfortable Existence. life financially. Yeah. yeah. So, as much as like, I want to be like, yeah, I give all the money away, live fully like a full humanitarian lifestyle. Like, no, I I do want to yeah. have a good life for for me if I and then like future family, you know. So is that uh, more another reason why you want to be a doctor or not really? Like that I mean, was just you know luck. I'm. Now, I mean, it's a reason. I know that that's a stable career where realistically with all like the new developments in technologies, it's still not going to be phased out for at least a long time. So we know (laughs) it's not going to be obsolete. And then we know it's a a pretty solid income. And like that's that is one thing that is like, okay, yeah, medicine. And it kind of has to be with the fact that you kind of throw away your 20s. Yeah. So I got a question for you. Are you going to have any student debt? I mean, you're going to Duke. That's an expensive school. Yeah. How's the student? Would you do it if you were going to get student? Um, for Duke undergrad, I will not have debt. Um, you got a scholarship? Like, I got financial aid. How much money? Good amount. Good amount. Yeah. Okay. And then um, for med school, I probably will take on some debt. Yeah, do you like? I don't really know the figures. So med school, med school costs that. like full price, like ninety thousand a year. Ninety k. Yeah, that's but a fuck ton. The, and the the problem is, they still, even though you're independent by then, you're twenty two. They look at your parents' income. There's no way around it. That's fucked. So my parents, they're helping me with undergrad. That's great. That's why yeah. I'm gonna be debt free. Yeah. But, like, I can't expect them to pay, pay for, like, 12 years of education. Like, sure, they'll be able... And it's, it's not going to be 90K a year. Like, um, I mean, with when you have, like, you have med school, you have residency. So, overall, the education is, like, going to be, like, 12, 12 years. But... Um, How much are you paying for? Let me put that. Like, like probably if I, if I get similar financial aid, I'll take on, like... Less than a hundred thousand dollars in debt total. I mean, so that's it's good, but that's still a it's lot still of a debt. lot of debt. And but I st- I just don't know how that's going to work out in the future. Like I can't yeah. predict where yeah, where, where that's going to be in four years. So, yeah. but I mean, for you, like you're thinking really long term, really you know a stable way. You do like uh, medicine or whatever. It probably seems not that crazy of like a trade off. Like yeah, hundred k of debt, but I know in five, ten, whatever years, you know, eventually yeah. I just can pay it off. And it's not going to be a big, like, mm-hmm. you know, you're not going to go out and try to invest in all this crazy shit and, you know, be like that. I mean, I don't think so, right? Yeah, no. So I, you have a stable look at it. Yeah, so that- like, I don't think that's the biggest issue, especially since I will, assuming my parents' situation doesn't change in any significant way, like their money. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I should, the debt's not the primary concern. The primary, like, reason why I could see myself not becoming a doctor is because of kind of the time sink. Like you start 
you get out and you start doing living your life in your 30s, in your like early to mid 30s, and that's just a it's hard to it's hard to think about that like yeah like starting a family becomes so much harder yeah. like because you don't get out so of you want school. a family I do want a family yeah but and that's that's just the thing like. The work-life balance is so difficult, especially with surgery. Yeah, that that's the only thing that makes you that makes me pause and be like, "Is this the path I want to go on?" Do you have any thoughts though on like the student debt issue? Because I think that's one of the major problems, and just debt in general. But I mean, for you, you're a driven individual who's trying to go somewhere and actually has like a you got more clear thoughts than most people than I fucking do of where you want to go and what you want to do. So then it makes sense. Like if you can bring debt into the equation and balance it out and work it out, then fuck it. That's not that big of a deal. But do you think for some of these other kids that maybe are going to school with you or shit like that? That's, that's definitely a big issue, especially for the people whose parents make enough to fully pay for Mm -hmm. med school and then don't contribute to med school. And that's like a lot, a lot of people. Yeah. And that's that even that's even for undergrad. Like you know, you fill out the the FAFSA, the CSS. Oh yeah. And you get your your aid, and it's like, if you could say that your parents weren't going to pay, every parent would have their kids say that. Yeah. So that it's less money. So that's why there's no real way around it. In, yeah, it's it's tough. A, a lot of people end up like. But there are things in place, like state schools. You're going to pay a lot less than yeah. at a, a private school. Like uh, Florida has our bright futures. Yeah. You get a 3.5 GPA and a 1290 SAT. Yeah, you get full ride for any of the public schools in Florida. So there's definitely things in place to help with that. Mm-hmm. But it is, I can imagine, like I have a friend who got into a good school that is actually uh, his dream school. And then couldn't go to it because even though his parents by the FAFSA had the money, mm-hmm. they, 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 they couldn't pay all that and be yeah. comfortable with it. So yeah. then he ended up going to state school and it's like happy there, but like, yeah, still some kind of feels like a missed opportunity in some ways. So yeah, that's definitely a, a big problem. And it, it's really tough to see how it can completely change the course of like people's lives. So would you like, for you looking to the future, do you, all right, let's put this one. If you were going to go to Duke and you were going to take on a lot of fucking debt from going there, right? Mm-hmm. Would you still do it because of the name and because you think it'd help you out in the future? Or would you just say, fuck it, like, I'm going to go to some state school and If I had that? to pay full price for Duke, it comes out to, like, $280,000 for, for four, four years. years. I would not have gone if I had to take on $280,000. I would have gone to, like, UF. Yeah. Like, I there's no way to reconcile that in yeah. your mind, like taking on that much debt. Yeah, you don't think that the upside from no. the name or the no, better. it's it's nice, it's a boost, but it's and not. even if it does result in over your lifetime two hundred eighty thousand dollars in difference, the stress. It's not it's not worth taking on that debt, and then there's interest. It's just yeah, it's fucking it's terrible. So yeah, yeah I I would definitely have gone to UF if I didn't get aid. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. I just wondered, like, how you kind of saw it, you know? What do you mean? Like, I, I wondered how you kind of, like, because if you were oh, to take it, on yeah. debt, like, no, yeah, how yeah. would you do that? Because you're a smart guy. You have your life figured out. Would you rationalize? Because these dumbasses that don't got shit figured out or will walk in and take on as much debt as they can. Like, 
to me, which I, this blew my mind. I didn't even know they did it. I didn't know you got actual loans for like just living. I thought you just got school loans. Like they just <laughs> paid for tuition. Like, no, you get loans no, yeah, to like buy good. groceries and all oh, that. Yeah. You know, you get a loan for whatever. You're fucking going out and spending any amount of money that you don't have and you're going to get interest on that and you totally rationalize it? Yeah. Are you fucking insane? No, yeah, it's... I definitely don't think that in a lot of cases that's worth it. Like, if I was saying, though, if I was going to graduate with, like, $60,000 in debt from going to Duke undergrad, I think I would have rationalized that in my mind. Yeah, that But as soon as it crosses that certain threshold, which for me feels like about 75000 you just you, it, you can't rationalize that anymore. It's like it's that's too much of yeah. Because you future. never know what the fuck happens in the future. Too. Yeah. What happens if for some reason you don't want to be a doctor and all that? Yeah. Like if I change my mind, I'm like, you know what? I I really want to be a teacher. Like <laughs> yeah, you're gonna eat shit. I'm for stuck a while. with <laughs> I'm stuck with seventy five thousand dollars in debt now, and yeah. there's nothing. Yeah. So are you happy now? I guess so. You're happy with where you're at, right? Yeah, I'm really happy with where I'm at right now. Like I've um. At Duke, just in general, met some, made some really good friends. Uh, for the most part, I really enjoyed my classes this semester, even yeah. though it's definitely a lot more work for a lot of them. It's also, in a lot of ways, more interesting than high school yeah. classes, and that's even just with intro, like intro classes. Like I took an intro psych course uh, this semester, and the teacher on rate my professor is like, everyone's like best lecture I've ever had, and like she really is like. It literally felt like every lesson was a TED Talk. What was the class for again? Uh, Psych 101. Oh, that sounds cool. Yeah, no, it was it was so cool. Like, you, she blew your mind, like, every single class with, like, some study or anything. Like, you never left there, like, I was kind of bored. Like, and, like, that's just a type of class that you don't really get that often yeah. in high school. Yeah. And, like, a and lot probably of at most, like, regular that. schools, too. Like, that's probably where Duke actually has some. Yeah, I, I think... That's that's probably true to an extent. Like, there's there's always going to be good teachers yeah. at some schools, but there's definitely a higher concentration, I yeah. think, at Duke than some other schools. Yeah. So, is happiness like one of the more important things? Because you say, uh, you know, you want to be a doctor, you kind of like it, yada yada. So, is that like to make you happy? Like, is that your primary goal, or are you like? I mean, I already kind of asked you this question, like with money and shit like that, but is no, it, but yeah. Is it just comfortable and being stable? Is that happy to you? Like what is? No, yeah, I think I think a happy to me. Existence, helping people. Like, I mean, it's it's really a combination of all those things. Like, you know, you're gonna lose some immediate happiness. Like when you're working long hours, when you have to wake up early, some amount of your happiness is gonna diminish. But you then have that other type of happiness, and it, that's from like helping people, making a difference with your life. And that's one thing, bringing back the psych, we actually learned the difference. There's hedonic happiness and eudaimonic happiness. All right, now you got to tell me. Yeah, hedonic happiness is like just basic pleasure. Like you just want like some money. Oh, like hedonistic. Yeah, hedonistic. That's where it is. And then eudaimonic's like how meaningful is this activity? How am I making a difference? Yeah. Is this like important? And like they're very different types of happiness. Like parents always rate their hedonic happiness as lower, yeah. but then they look back and they're like, "I, I, I loved children, it," and yeah. it's eudaimonic. Yeah. So like, in that sense, being a doctor is very, very eudaimonic happiness heavy, and I do think that I didn't enjoy that. 
So do you think like as you are now, do you think that you're eudonic? You, uh, happiness is higher because you kind of know because of the like, meaning. Yeah. Well, you know that I'm doing something to help myself. Like even this pain that I'm feeling now, does that make sense? Because yeah. it's not a you can't say it's a hedonistic no, no. happiness because yeah, life, life sucks. But you have a eudaimonic feeling of happiness because hey. I know in the future I'm gonna be better off. Yeah. I'm gonna help people. I'm gonna help my family. All that shit. I'm putting myself in a better position. Yeah, no, that's definitely uh, one of the biggest things, and that's why when you're at college taking final exams, you're like, "Oh, this sucks." Yeah. But then as soon as you leave, you're like, "No, I loved it. So worth it. Yeah. Best thing I ever did." Yeah. So yeah. it's like, it definitely is. It's the same thing as being a doctor in a lot of ways. Like it's all that unimonic happiness. Like you're yeah. like, "I this is gonna pay off for me. This is my future." There's meaning behind this. And it's like, yeah. That's interesting. So, all right. I, I think we understand where your happiness is. I was going to say, like, happiness and freedom. Like, do you have any thoughts on, like, value of freedom? Because, I mean, being a doctor, shit like that, you're kind of. Yeah. Especially with, like. stricture under your life, you yeah. know? And you have to be on it. You can't fuck around. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, there's. That's one of the other things with being a doctor is, like, insurance companies dealing with that is, like, becoming more and more prevalent. And the restrictions you get placed on you are more and more. So that's one reason that a lot of doctors nowadays, like, if you talk to them, they're like, don't become a doctor. Yeah. Like, my job is half dealing with, like, insurance companies and making sure I don't break rules and, like, satisfying that. So, I mean, I do value a certain amount of that, that freedom to do what I think is best yeah but when you're when you're i think it's a sacrifice i'd be willing to make yeah yeah and you are i mean you are willing Mm -hmm. to make it right yeah you're fine with it to live that stable better life right Mm -hmm. all right um i have a few questions or a question do you have any thoughts on like social media or shit like that i mean i definitely have like I mean, most people are addicted to social media. Like, yeah. you get up, you check Instagram. Ten minutes later, check Instagram, Snapchat, all that. So, like, TikTok. <laughs> I have a couple of friends that are yeah. big TikTok addicts. Yeah. Yeah. I, my mother was telling me that somebody she knows like obsessed with fucking TikTok. Yeah, I get it. No, I've 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 watched a few actually. Out of curiosity, I, uh, it's you can. They're very they're very bingeable. I downloaded the app and I was yeah. thinking about it. I'm like. I want, cause, all right, let me go on a little bit of a tangent. All right, sure. So, uh, I watch Gary Vee, right? If you guys don't know who Gary Vee, you know who Gary Vee is? I don't think so. He's this Ukrainian Jewish guy who's, um, he created a wine company or his parents had a liquor store. He created winelibrary.com or whatever the fuck. And he built up a massive company and now he has this thing called Vayner Media. He basically does media consulting for advertising, shit like that, to help other people out. And he's okay. this massive guy on he's got seven million followers on fucking Instagram. Like he's pretty fucking big. And yeah. his idea is listen, you gotta get all your shit out there on TikTok, LinkedIn, all these places that are, you know, it's more organic to grow there versus Instagram, Facebook, shit like that, Twitter, where you can get lost really easily on Instagram. You know, where like no one gives a fuck about you. Yeah, like me on Instagram, sure. like you fuckers don't even go and try and follow me at magnum.trob. And, uh, but like no one's just gonna naturally like come across my page because, you know, yeah. whatever. So he says, like, get on TikTok. Those places have organic growth, and I believe it. Like, you see that decent amount of kids can actually, like, get some popularity and get yeah. some traction on there. 
and I really want to like, I'm like, all right, I should do a TikTok. Like this, no, he says, he says, you have to have a TikTok. You have to do it. And it's the key to success. And I, I believe him. Like I've really bought into a lot of the shit he says, like, yeah, cause he's just a smart guy and fuck it. Why not? Mm-hmm. And so I get TikTok and I download it for, you know, a week. I still got it on my phone and I'm watching it and I like it. You know, I, I, I'm trying to think of how to create a TikTok for myself. They all piss me off. Every single. What do you mean? Like not every single one. So first off, they're all just typically if you're scrolling down, it's just cute fucking girls in crop tops and tight ass jeans shaking their ass. And that's about it. Uh, what What's it all? Let me know. That's the thing that they say at the end. Like if they think they're hot or something like that. And I get how it's addicting. Right. But the problem is it's. I think it's fucking society more. <laughs> like, you start out Facebook. Facebook fucks society because everyone's interested in everyone else's business. Yeah. First problem. Then you get Instagram and this, that, uh, and there are different variations, but they say that, you know, our attention span, like the Gen Z attention span, is so minimal. Because, oh, yeah. you know, you're scrolling and, like, I'll scroll through Instagram and I'll be like, I don't give a fuck, don't give a fuck, don't give a fuck, tits up. Okay, maybe. All right, then, you know, you you look through it and that's what like grabs your attention. But I'm spending 10 seconds on a post tops if I like it, you know, that's it. And you're just constantly scrolling and scrolling and scrolling, but you can spend more time. Yeah, yeah. And then Snapchat 10 seconds used to be the max. This and the other. So our attention span just keeps on dropping and dropping. What's TikTok? TikTok is only like, I think 15 seconds. Yeah. It's constantly scroll. So you just watch done watch done and you never think and you know noam chomsky is uh noam chomsky is a linguist he worked for mit still does i think he's like 90 years old he's this jewish guy right okay you kind of yeah i think i know who you're talking about yeah and he's revered as one of the most profound intellectuals that they're yeah i think that's living today right and he's talking about and he fucking I just love the guy. You know, he's a Jew. He fucking hates institution. He hates all that shit. And he, yeah. he really has some critiques on America and all that. And he says, how the, I'm paraphrasing, of course, how the fuck am I supposed to get an intellectual thought across in the three minutes they give you on TV? You know, the two mm-hmm. minutes, like, like he hates media because all they want you to say is a fucking, you know, excerpt or they want you no complex thought is going to be done in three minutes. Like our conversation here. Yeah. One of our exchanges is five minutes. You know, you talk for five, I'll talk for five. And that's how you do it. That's how you learn. That's how you flush out ideas because you're working out every possible scenario. And this is just a little bit of a, it's not exactly translatable to TikTok, Mm -hmm. but how the fuck is anything profound or anything that better society going to come out of 15 second video? No, nothing. It's, you know, it's just going to be a meme or a, you know, water or whatever the fuck, a prank. Yeah. That's it. No one is gaining anything. No one is training their mind to actually learn. Mm-hmm. You know, we're going, we're getting shorter. The time should be longer. There should be more podcasts and more YouTube, you know, more yeah. videos that last a while. No, they're just shortening it. Soon it's going to be like Vine. You know, Vine was six, six seconds. seconds. Yeah. And so TikTok kind of built on that, but I think it's fucking us a little bit. Yeah, I mean, like, for sure, my attention span is so much, like, I used to um, read a lot. Same. And then now, it's like, you you can, it's possible to get into a book, but it's just harder. It's really fucking hard. It's, and it's like, damn, I used to be able to pick up a book, 
read it, even if it wasn't like a great book. Yeah. I'd be like, I'd read the whole thing and be like, all right, cool. And now it's like you watch TikTok and you're like getting bored halfway through yeah. and it's only 15 seconds long. Yeah, you're swipe, 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 yeah. swipe. So I think... So this is what's pissing me the fuck off is it's everyone's, oh, get on TikTok and I get it. It's a short term. Like maybe if you want to pop off and get some notoriety, fuckers, get on TikTok. But for me, like actually, I think it programs my mind. Like personally, I think if I watch a lot of them, it programs my mind to have less attention and it's programming everyone's fucking mind. And I just, I can't support it. I'm like, fuck it. I'm not doing a TikTok. So you fuckers that want TikToks from Magnum. You may get them in the future. I may yeah. fucking flip flop on this idea, but I really don't like it, you know. And it just fucking pisses me off because I'm watching these bitches. And I'm like, I'm thinking about other people watching it, and I'm like, you're you're watching it for the hot girl, and then when she's done, there's just another one, you know. There's never something to actually go after, like yeah. be like enamored by and think about. Like you, you never think about, oh, how do I get that hot girl, you know, anything like that. You don't analyze any part of it. You're just like. Oh, cool. Next one, next one, next one. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. No, what do you think on that idea, Colton? Yeah. I mean, I agree with a lot of what you just said about, I mean, it definitely hurts our attention span and you're not really getting anything from it. Like when you watch TikTok, if you watch it for an hour and then you put your phone down, nothing, nothing was gained in that hour. <laughs> Absolutely zero. Like just, and it's, it is kind of an unproductive use of your time. But I do think that, there are places for that where, like, when you're bored, sure, you should be allowed to... Yeah. You, you need time for your mind to kind of shut off. But I think the problem is, because it is such a short, like, investment of time, mm -hmm. that people make it so easily and so easy to become addicted to. Oh, Because it's like doing drugs, you know? You smoke a little crack, it's fucking easy to get high. It's easy to feel good. When you have to work hard to feel good... That's something fucking difficult that people don't really want to do. So that's what this is. It's like even watching a movie. Like now I know it. And Netflix fucking rapes me because I watch a movie and I just, nope, fuck it. Can't do it. Can't, can't watch 15 exactly. minutes of a fucking movie. Are you serious? Like how the fuck is this possible? I used yeah. to watch movies all day long. Mm -hmm. So what's happening? My attention span is being fucking destroyed. And yeah. I can't, like a movie you actually, I think, can learn from. And like, you know, there's analysis that you can put behind a movie. And so that's the, I don't know. It kind of just pollutes you. Even though it's a good way to waste time. Yeah. I feel that you could waste time. Like, Oh, yeah. If you just had a book that you popped out yeah. and read every single time, like you'd no doubt learn more, gain just more, yeah. gain more from it. And yeah, it's just, I feel like it's really, um, not anything though that's going to change anytime soon. Yeah. Social media is no. just part of our life now. It's part of our life. So you really just have to make an effort to do stuff like even watch a movie when you can read when you can to yeah. like break it up. But yeah, it's, it'll be interesting to see and like, 20 years yeah where where we are in that because i mean i feel retarded from just the shit i've done throughout my life and you know just social media and all this shit i, I told you like i feel kind of dull sometimes you know from yeah. just going through you know living life right and yeah. it, i feel dulled and i feel sometimes i feel more dull than say a generation older than me would you know i feel like they were probably sharper at my age on you know relative to their time yeah sure and not to be an old fucker at 18, but holy shit. Like, think about it. If you grow up watching fucking TikToks all yeah. day long, you try to read a book you won't be able to read. Here, read the biscuit books. 
I can't pay attention. I got to pick up my phone. Like, what the yeah. fuck? Like, I don't, I don't know. I just think that's really gonna, it's really gonna fuck up society even yeah. more. No, so. for sure. It's, it's not a good thing. Like it, I don't post a lot on social media or something, but like, just like most people like scroll through it and like it, what was crazy is I, um, I was up late like the other night and I had to wake up really early for something. And like I opened social media, but it was all the same posts from the night before. Yeah. So I closed it. Then like 10 minutes later, I open, open again it's still the same and I'm shit. like, why am I, it's like 530 AM. Why yeah. is anyone going to have posted Any anything? Posts, yeah. Like I'm at the airport waiting for my flight to come back. Yeah. I check social media probably like four times. Yeah. And it's like, no one's going to post, but it's just that compulsion to yeah. like see it, what's going on. It's like, a, it's like a way just to kind of, I don't know, jog, you know, like mm-hmm. it's just something that doesn't really do anything for you, but it just, you know, gets, it's like chewing a piece of gum, you know, you're just doing it so yeah. that you have something to do. That's yeah. it. Like you're and sitting you're, there on your yeah. phone. You're like, what am I going to look at? Oh yeah. But versus like what you used to do is people would sit up and then stare. And if you're staring at something, you're probably thinking about something. Now you aren't thinking. You're just trying to watch the 15-second yeah. you know, video on TikTok. And what the fuck's that doing for you? Nothing. If you just sat there and thought for the 45 seconds of the three TikToks you watched, odds are you might just expand your mind a little bit fucking more. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But that, that's my fucking gripe with TikTok. I, I don't know. It's kind of bugging me. Yeah. I, I agree in a lot of ways with what you just said. Good. Uh, anything else you want to talk about? I mean, I'm pretty, uh, I've went through fucking as much shit as I can. I mean, um, I don't know. But I'm pretty, the pretty good. I feel like we covered you. a lot of stuff. Yeah, are you happy with it? Uh, yeah, I'm happy with it. Um, I guess to, to close it off, thanks for having me on. Yeah, really anybody you want to give a shout out, we're going to link your Instagram in the bio. Uh, um, I guess I'll... Nah. <laughs> nah. All right. I'm good. Uh, well, that's perfect. So, this has been the It's Stuff podcast with Colton, um, the fucking genius. Don't forget to fucking sub this, okay? Come on. We're at like 47 right now. Let's get to 50. From 50, we can get to 100, okay? Well, we can fucking do this shit. Maybe if we get to 100. You'll end up on Joe Rogan's podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. I don't know if I'll end up on Joe Rogan's podcast with 100 subscribers, but maybe if we got a few more. I 500. Could. 500, we might really be doing it. But maybe at 100, I'll drop some crazy shit. Like, I'll just fucking, you know. I don't even want to 12 hour long podcast (laughs) No That'd be fucking torture For these people Imagine you just sat here In this chair And talked to yourself For 12 hours Listen you guys I I will though If we get 100 subs I'll do some crazier shit A little bit But you know Just for fun Yeah I might do it If we don't get 100 subs I'm just bored (laughs) Look forward to it then Yeah Uh, But if you did like this video Comment Hit the like button Uh, If you didn't like this video Comment Uh, If you have any critiques Comment 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 Just throw a fucking comment Down there Uh, And that's about it Great Thanks guys Oh Yeah that's straight That was good Sick. How'd you feel? Yeah, I really enjoyed that. See, you got into it pretty easy, right? Yeah. Holy shit, though. I actually do like the mics better. Yeah. Wow. They're Your so nice. So far away. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> oh. oh shit. Oh. That needs to stop.